A-S. From One Dad to Another is brought to you by... We should say each other's names instead to throw everybody off. Oh, that's a great idea for the trailer. All right, here we go. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Oh, my God. You guys really are doing it, aren't you? <laughs> All right, I'm Jeremy. I'm Mike. What, you're still doing the fel- false names thing? I feel like we already have a trailer going right this now. This is like a fourth yeah. grade elementary school joke. Hey, everybody. I'm Shane, Mike, and Jeremy. And I'm... Oh, wait a minute. You guys are throwing me off with the name thing. Hey, I'm Shane. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Mike. And this is the Groove Live Podcast. We're talking all things groove. Music. Food. Friends. Beer, even. All of it. Whatever brings groove into your life. How about like a tattoo artist? Would that be kind of groovy? I I would file that under groove. Construction projects. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, come on. Here's the thing. We have a lot of friends in a lot of different avenues and a lot of different lifestyles, which means that we have a lot of cool resources to pull from of cool people that have cool stories. Every day, you get out of bed. What makes you feel alive? You know, what makes you want to own the day? Coffee. Rock music. Pokemon. Construction projects. (laughs) And you'll hear it all right here on the Groove Life Podcast. The Groove Life Podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit LASpodcastnetwork.com. New episodes release every second and fourth Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts, and many other exclusive benefits, all while supporting local creators and businesses, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and get started, visit LASpodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Hey guys, we're going to have a blast. Can't wait to see you guys on the Groove Life Podcast. We can't wait to groove with you. Now that sounds dumb. L-A-S. Well, hey there, you flaming hot Cheeto eaters. Wow. I know, made that up right on the spot. It was was food related, though. In my head, I thought you were going to say snickerdoodles. Again, you said that one I already before. Said, I think I said that one already. I know, but for whatever reason, I defaulted back to that. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Trying to keep it fresh. Just like, like Flaming, flaming hot, hot, Cheetos. hot Cheetos. Hashtag not a sponsor. Which are terrible when they are not fresh. That's true. They, they kind of taste fast. like styrofoam. Awful. Yeah, hot awful. styrofoam. But you know what's not awful? What? You being back in the studio, Tim I'm Arnold. I'm here. I'm here. Hi. It's good to be back. Welcome on back. And I'm Logan. Thanks. And, and I, I'm Noodles Jefferson. I'm changing my name again. Again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're just going to go ahead and just every week, a new name. All right. I'm Logan. This is Noodles. And you're listening to From One Dad to Another, a podcast all about the challenges and journey of parenting and growing within it. The challenges and joys. Also, you're yes. experiencing both of those things. <laughs> Often right simultaneously. Yes, at the same time. <laughs> when you're crying and laughing, your heart is bursting, your eyes are leaking. Correct. Your child is leaking. You make it sound like I'm in a war zone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, is it really that far off? It's not that far off, um, but it's no battle to host this show with you. Uh, that's part of the LAS Podcast Network, and it comes out every single Wednesday. On Apple Podcasts, you're gonna say every single day. I was like, we need to talk about that. We gotta hurry I'm up. Not ready for that <laughs> kind of schedule. Oh, big announcement! We're bumping up the episodes yep, every single day. Yeah. Nope. Just kidding. Don't hold us to it. 
No, not at all. But we're happy to bring this podcast to you on a weekly basis. Yeah. Um, Tim, we missed you last week. Yeah, I know. I was uh, I was sick. You were sick, not the sick. COVID sick. Nope, nope. But I was concerned enough about the possibility of COVID that I stayed away. So I, I hung out at home. I worked remotely for a couple of days awaiting a COVID test, which thankfully came back negative. So, But I, I care about you and your lovely wife and your new baby enough to where I thought, you know what, let's not bring the Rona into the studio. I appreciate it. We wanted to be safe, um, not just for, for my family, although I appreciate it, but also the entire network here uses the studio. So yeah. we do want to take COVID very seriously. Um, everyone involved here uh, in this show is vaccinated, but um, we still want to be extra safe and and follow protocol. Yeah, those, those breakthrough infections do happen. Yep. Had that happen with one of my daughters uh, yep. last week. Uh, she had she was fully vaccinated but she did test positive and she's doing great but uh she's back to work and all of that other stuff but it was it happens right so it's got to be careful so we had a fun episode with uh marnie and a special guest uh my new daughter marlo on the show did she just take over the microphone (laughs) actually a couple times yes yeah Um, she was just like i want in it was pretty adorable um, we got great reviews. Actually, people voted to replace you. Oh, with okay. Marlo. Well, I mean, well, it, not just people. I voted to replace me <laughs> with Marlo. <laughs> She's a little cuter than you. Oh, th- a lot cuter than me. Yes. Speaking of which, is now a good time to go to our new segment? Yeah, yeah. The what? What did we did agree? I was gonna like go like super slick, but I didn't want to say it wrong. Is <laughs> is it a a Marlow moment? Is that what we're calling it? Let's let's uh let's have a Marlow moment. A Marlow moment. Let's have it. That's really peaceful. I wish that having a newborn daughter was this peaceful. Yeah. Sometimes it is. It is. Like sometimes. after she goes to sleep, right? Yeah. She's yeah. really calm when she's sleeping. Mm-hmm. And she's good. adorable. It's very sweet. She's maybe the cutest baby in the world, unbiased. And, sure. uh, uh, but yeah, she's. But I also feel like this music is getting ready to change to like <laughs> hardcore and you're getting. <laughs> um, yeah, she she does cry a lot. She's been really fussy lately. Yeah. Um, so here's your Marlo moment. Um, she's been a little colicky, mm. which is not something I was familiar with before. Yeah. Um, and I thought that I guess in my head I had thought that colic was some sort of like like a like a like, like a newborn food disease. that you would eat. Nope. <laughs> like collard greens. C- colic greens. Colic greens. <laughs> yes. No, I, I had thought in my head that it was some sort of kind of serious disease, but it's really not. No. <laughs> um, it's just... It's annoying. It's just general fussiness, um, often gassy, yeah. which she's very gassy right now. I'm colicky right now <laughs> at, the, at the moment. Awesome. Cool. Let's leave the studio <laughs> so I can breathe fresh air. But she's doing... She's good. She's just fussy. fussy. Other than being fussy... Um, and just uncomfortable, which yeah. you feel so bad for her. Well, she's um, growing. She's doing a lot of work. So that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. Her body is doing so much right So now. much work. Even though she's just like a little potato. Right. It looks like she's doing nothing, but right. her body is doing so much work. So like her much. brain can't comprehend how much work her body is doing right. for her right now. Um, the best moments, though, which are, are few and far between right now, but I expect more of them soon, are the moments where she is both awake and not fussy. Right. I thought you were going to say awake and asleep. <laughs> it doesn't happen very often. Right. 
um, although that does happen. She yeah. has definitely slept with her eyes open before. Sure. <laughs> um, so tired. But yeah, those moments where she's content. It's and... almost like she's starting to intake some things. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe she's seeing a ceiling fan. Um, maybe she's seeing my face. Yeah. Um, we're seeing just little hints of that, and that's the best. Where yeah. um, this little human being that uh, cries all the time, that you have to change all the time, you have to feed all the time, and then just sleeps all the time. There actually is something Those happening Those moments there. of not neediness. Right. And we start to assign personality to them at that point. <laughs> yes. Marnie's like, doing that oh. a lot. Oh, yeah. It's so it's so tempting to do. Yeah. You want to convince yourself that, all right, we're turning a corner right here. <gasps> do you see, like, she she reacts when I make this noise. Right. She's like, like, oh, well, she's not doing it now, but... <laughs> But 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 no, she just did, and she's gonna do it again. I know. Right? No, it's great. We're having so much fun. Awesome. Um, she's lovely and perfect, and um, and the you know the gassiness will subside, and it is my sincere pleasure to take care of her when she needs me. And, yeah, and soon uh, she'll be able to take care of herself. She'll be like a latchkey baby. <laughs> you just give her her own little key on a little chain around her neck, and then so for yeah, she can the, let her inside. All the younger people who listen to this podcast probably don't know what that means. What is a latchkey kid? I do know, actually. Uh, Believe yeah. it or not, I do know this one. Yeah, um, but tell me, what is a latchkey kid? Were you a latchkey kid? I was. I'm uh, not always, but you know, when my parents were working, and uh, I, I did have a key on a chain around my neck. You know, when before I was cool and then grown up and started carrying around a key ring with car keys and all that stuff on it, I had my one little house key. And uh, come home from school, get myself a snack. Uh, usually it was like four hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I a nice, really, well-balanced I, snack. I really loved hot dogs. Uh, That's so now, funny. What's it, like? I feel like a traditional snack is either really healthy, like a fruit, right. or like... You know, sugary like right. you know, chips or no, you know, something, I, whatever. I was always about the the, the processed meats. <laughs> that hasn't really changed. No, not I still right. Love the meats. I actually do really love hot dogs. Yeah, generally. I feel like I've also been going through a hot dog phase. Not yeah. to derail us. No, I mean hot dogs are really good. They're really bad, but they're also really really good. Right. And I, you know, I went through my my recent health journey, and I was like eating like hummus and onions and just the, you know just really nice things. But recently, I've kind of fallen off that wagon a little bit. I've been eating more hot dogs, so I need to get back to it. Yeah, you know, I just default to being a latchkey grown up. I just eat <laughs> hot dogs all the time. <laughs> and you still wear that weird key around your neck. I do, I do. I mean, I don't even know what lock it goes to. Right, it's uh, very cool though, very fashionable. It is. You know, I'm you know I'm I'm an icon of fashion. Noodles the icon. Noodles the fashion icon. That's right. Noodles, um, you had a topic for us today. Oh, did I? What did you want to talk about? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, you caught me off guard there for a minute. I was like, I, well, I don't know. I handed you the idea, and you're supposed to run with it. Uh, no, we were talking about, so I saw Liam just started football. Correct. Um, and I kind of remembered back to my days of playing football and, you know, it's fall, sports season starting up. I played sports when I was a kid. My kids played sports when they were younger. Um, and so I thought maybe we could talk about that, the extracurricular activities, sports, theater, scouts, show choir, you know, whatever the things were that we would do outside of our normal day-to-day. Hey, our producer Alex is here. Um, hey, Alex, can you – are you on mic? No. All right. I am. Good cool. talk. He is now. He, is now. he <laughs> yes. fixed it. How can I help? Hi, Alex. Could you find some like football-y music or something? I, I know there's some good stuff. I nothing nothing by you. Hank Williams <clears throat> Jr., though. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, bum, 
Pam 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 Wait a minute, was that like the theme to Jaws? We're gonna get sued. No, we're just reviewing the song. Oh no, it got sporty. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. Is this like what? If you ask someone in Bulgaria to write a football uh, theme song, and they were like, I don't know, probably like this. So this is um, this is like what you would hear right before they cut to commercial break in a football game. Sure. And you like hear the like, oh, fuck up. And they're like, what was other? that? Was that like was that like uh, like people hitting each other with pads? No, it was it was <laughs> Logan going, oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> it was like you falling down the stairs. Oh, that's actually you, it was true. like Homer Simpson. Oh, falling down the stairs. <laughs> oh. There we go. That's good. <laughs> so Liam uh, is in football. Yeah. And this is the first time where it's like kind of legit football. Yeah, like he was wearing pads. He's got pads. Carrying a water bottle. Yeah, a huge one. <laughs> Giant water bottle. Um, and this, uh, not to be weird, but I think this is an important part of parenting. Um, he is legitimately turning into this l- young man. Yeah. Like yeah. physically. Yeah. Like and he stinks. Well, yes. I mean, actually. that happens. That yeah. happens when we, when, when boys become men. When, like boys to men. That was what they always said. They stink. They do, and um, he's still somebody that doesn't want to shower sure. very often. Yeah, um, which I get. But now you add in the layer of sports. There's active you like, ha- fighting against smelling good. You have to shower every day, if yeah. not multiple times. So a day. remind me, what grade is he in now? Uh, so he's in seventh grade. Seventh now. grade. Okay. Yep. yep. And um, and at Prairie, that's a little bit different. And and this is probably a whole other episode. Is talking about. Um, middle school but uh at, at the prairie school district the community school district um they have four different levels so you do kind of elementary school and that goes i believe up to fourth grade okay and then they have another school that's like a super elementary school it's fifth and sixth okay and then they have another school that's seventh eighth ninth okay and they have another school that's 10th 11th 12th so you kind okay. of bounce between four you, different you, levels. You would think that like the the federal board of education would just go ahead and define those things. Like yeah. when I was when I was a kid, elementary school at one of the schools I went to, it went to fifth grade, and then in sixth grade you were in middle school. Yep. But then I moved, and when I got into sixth grade, I was still in elementary school. Oh really? Like I felt like I got ripped off. Um, <laughs> That's so funny. But, and the, I, I mean, at that point, the federal government should have stepped in. Yeah. And made things better for me. Um, but you know. That was uh, Ronald Reagan was president at the time, so uh, I you know I didn't have high hopes for it. So, uh, so back in these kind of earlier elementary school settings, he did some sports, but they felt a little more like elementary school sports, kind of club like more like introduction yeah. to is this something you're interested in? This feels like legitimate first football. Yeah, like, like there's pads, coaches, jerseys, coaches are caring about games. And probably more so, there's expectations. There's expectations. They're playing against other schools. His okay. first one's on this Thursday. Okay. Um, so that's interesting. Is that exciting to him? I think it is. So yeah. we've talked about it a little bit. He was really into it the first couple weeks. Yeah. Um, and then realized it was work. 
That's exactly it. Yeah, I remember that. I remember going through that same thing. Like, oh, this is going to be so rad. Because, yep. again, Ronald Reagan was president. So, like, this is going to be so <laughs> rad. We Ronald said rad Reagan, back yeah. then. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, no, I remember, like, after a while, it was like, oh, this is, this is exercise. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't really, I don't really do that. Yep. Like, uh, you know, when I, I, I might have mentioned this before, like the only time prior to starting football in eighth grade, the only time I had played sports was when I played t-ball when I was like in first grade, I think. Okay. And my nickname was Grandpa because I did not want to run. <laughs> like I would just sort of saunter. Grandpa that was, noodles. That's right. That was all I could do. I could just sort of saunter and they would call me Grandpa. So when I started playing actual sports, I was like, <laughs> like this sucks. Yeah. That's a lot of work. Yeah, so that's I think the first couple of weeks you really liked it and then you realize that the the initial excitement wears off mm-hmm. and now it's just the work. Yeah. And um and maybe when he gets to some real games, yeah, he'll start feeling some more energy. Um from what I hear, he's playing primarily blocking positions. Okay. Um which is maybe a little unique for his build, but I'm sure there's lots so, and lots like and lots of offensive kids defensive line. I think he plays on both sides depending okay. on what the situation yeah. is. Which is um, which is super common in smaller smaller teams, smaller schools. Right, you just kind of bounce around. Of course, at that point, you're just figuring out what you can do. Right, what you might grow into. Right, right. You have no idea. Right. I mean, this still is very introductory. Right, but it's structured a little more like a legitimate mm-hmm. sports structure. Yeah, like traditional sports structure. Is it um, is it full tackle football? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they might be, and I need maybe need to get a little more information. I get to see his first game on Thursday, so yeah. that'll be interesting. But it sure seems like it. Yeah, um, I mean they're wearing pads for a reason. Right? Sure. Um, whereas this is his first time really doing that. Yeah, you know, has he said anything about? Um, do they do hitting at uh, not like like just walking up and hitting each other, but uh, do they do hitting at practice? Because I remember like for me like playing football. That was a that was a, a source of anxiety for me. Like when we were when I knew we were going to start hitting because I I knew we had all these pads on. Yeah. And, but then you had to like run into other people like hard, and and you couldn't control how hard they hit you. Yeah. So you just had to be prepared. So you would do all these games. You know, like bull in the ring. I don't know. Did you play football? <laughs> no. No. You're laughing. Like like <laughs> I mean. Uh, I didn't want to assume. I didn't know if you had yeah. some experience and you were like, oh, no. I sucks. knew very early on that, like, uh, classic team sports were not my not thing. Not your thing, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that, actually. I I didn't play organized sports until, like, until I was older than Liam. I was in eighth grade when that happened. Yeah. But I do remember, like, when it was time to hit, like, I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. Am I going to get hurt? Am I going to hurt somebody else? Um, you know, very quickly you sort of, you know, settle into it and you figure out how to do it. Right. And either you like it or you don't. I happen to, to really enjoy football, but, um, I wasn't sure I was going to at first. Yeah. Um, cause it, but it was, it was stressful. Um, so then you kind of mentioned that initial feeling of, oh, this is work. Yeah. Um, and, and not necessarily loving it. Yeah. And then you kind of pushed through that yeah. and, and found some love for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for me, I think that was sort of discovered, I enjoyed, um, I enjoyed doing it with friends. I think that it was the social thing, which is probably not surprising to you. (laughs) Right. Uh, It was the social aspect of it that I really enjoyed. Um, And there was just something about going, 
um, getting away from home, actually. So, you know, like up until that point, you know, I'd be home. Maybe I'd go play with friends and whatever else, and I'd go to school. But I had this thing that was that was mine. It didn't involve my sibling. It didn't involve my parents. You know, they would come to watch. But it was like, here's this really unique thing that is just mine and this group of people. Yeah. Like I'm in this tribe uh, doing this thing, and and it's hard. So I'm doing this really difficult thing, or what felt really, really difficult, and it felt good. Yeah. Um, and and I, I gravitated towards that. Um, and then eventually I got better at it, too, because yeah. I started off, like, not very good at it. And Of course. But, uh, yeah. So my, um, my extracurricular experience was always theatrical musical, pretty mm-hmm. much from sixth grade onward. Yeah. Um, but my parents enrolled me in Tung Soo Do martial arts. That sounds fake, by the way. It's not. I know. It's because you started off with tongue, which makes it sound like it's something else. Right. It's actually a sex cult. <laughs> right. <laughs> they enrolled you in a sex cult at the age of 12. Hey, you got to start me on. That's right. All right. Um, no. Tongue no. Sudo, um, based out of Korea and Okinawa. And um, there's a great club, the Dubuque Karate Club um, in Dubuque, led by Grandmaster Schmidt. And um, they are part of the ATKI. Did you say Grandmaster? Yeah. Is that like a... Because when I hear Grandmaster, I think of Grandmaster Flash, like the rapper. <laughs> it's, so a little, I, it's a little like that. So He also raps on the side. Okay, cool. Yep. Cool. So Grandmaster Flash taught you how to do Tung Sudo. The, hey, hey, tell me a better story. Great. Come no, on. No, that's a great story. <laughs> uh, so you did that, and how long did you do that for? Oh, gosh. Um, years. Probably close to a decade. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I got my black belt in Tung Sudo. That's crazy. How did I not know that? I think you did know that. No, 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 no. That would have been a thing that I would have remembered and challenged you to a duel. (laughs) (laughs) We've known each other for um, almost nine years. Yeah. You you practiced the art of Tung Soo Do for longer than you've known me. That's true. That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely would have challenged you to a duel. (laughs) I would have lost. It's fine. uh, Um, Because I didn't do that. Maybe when we first met. But I think you're good now. No, you no. no, now my back hurts a lot more than it used to. <laughs> well, but so does nine mine. years ago. Oh, well, yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So uh, I did martial arts, and and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, uh, enough to stick through it and get my black belt. Yeah. Um, and but that is a very solo experience. Sure. Right. Not a, not an organized team sport. Yeah. So I would go. Um, I believe twice a week it was, and it was all about. Um, Self-discipline and meditation. Um, Tung Soo Do is very lower body-based and leg-based as opposed to uh, like a Taekwondo. Yeah. And I'm just going to say, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. And, uh, and yeah, I, I loved it and I competed in some tournaments and, um, was never super good at it, but I had a lot of fun doing it. Mm -hmm. But a lot of my um, personal development and moral compass mm-hmm. comes from my experience in karate. Interesting. And I would guess that that's true of a lot of people regardless of yeah. of sport, right? Um, a lot of who you are comes from the things that you're involved in outside of your day-to-day. Yeah. Um, Do you feel like that's true for you? I, I don't know. Um, so I was also not super involved in stuff growing up. Like I didn't do, I didn't, I didn't perform at all. That wasn't a thing that I did. 
when I was in elementary school, I like did choir or something, but, yeah. um, but I didn't do that stuff. I didn't play sports until in eighth grade. I tried, tried baseball, basketball, and football, um, and found that, um, I was terrified of someone throwing a baseball at me. So I, that just okay. didn't work out for me. Um, I like, I was fine at it, but I didn't really derive a whole lot of enjoyment from it. Um, so that I never played baseball again. I played basketball. I was pretty good at it. Uh, there was a time when me with my less than five foot 10 self could dunk a basketball. Um, but I only played that one year and then everybody got taller and I just stayed where I was Excellent. and, uh, stopped playing. Now, football was the only one that I stuck with, but that was a short season. I played for, I guess, four years in a row. Um, small school played overseas. Our season was short. So if I look at like organized sports or activities, it actually made up a really small portion of my life as a as a teenager. So I don't know I don't know that I could really attribute my you know moral growth or any of that, you know, to to team sports or anything. I mean, I got stuff out of it. Sure. But it wasn't that impactful, I don't think, um, on who I am as an adult. I think I kind of figured those things out much later in, in life, maybe maybe a little more attributed to the military than uh, than anything else. Mm. I, didn't, I didn't really, I wasn't a disciplined person at all. And, you know, it's arguable that I, I'm not that disciplined now. But, um, yeah, I didn't really have that growing up. And it wasn't because my parents didn't put me in things. It was, I just didn't tell them I wanted to. So, you know, it wasn't something like where I was trying to try stuff out all the time. Yeah. And so, you know, my kids always wanted to try stuff. And uh, I was always like, okay, cool. But I wanted them to stick with it. Yeah. That was always, there was always that kind of like, all right, well, if you're going to do this, you have to do it for, you know, X amount of time or something. You have to give it a try. You can't just be like, "Eh, I don't know. I don't want to do that. And I, I think I've been mixed success, I think, as a parent there. But... Well, that's what I want to hit on when we come back from our break yeah. is uh, because that's something that Liam's going to go through um, finding out that football is work yeah. and um, trying to find his thing. Yep. Right. And uh, and I had to go through the same experience of figuring out my thing. And and like you said, um, how do you get your kids to stick with something? Yeah. And and what does that mean? You tell them What's they the just have to. They don't have a choice. Yeah, that's good parenting. Yeah. You just, you just don't give them a choice. Don't ask them. They don't have opinions. They're children. <laughs> we might get a slightly better response. No, you don't. Okay. All right. You know what? Nobody believes that. I, I need more coffee. That's well, what it is. you get some coffee. Let's check in with some sponsors, and we will be back with all of you in just a moment. From One Dad to Another is brought to you by... Join us for Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest, a game where teams of adventurers navigate through a classic choose-your-path-to-adventure story with the goal of winning prizes from locally-owned businesses in the Cedar Rapids-Iowa City Corridor. Each episode is fun, new, and exciting. Listen to the story and then see if you would make the same decisions as our teams. Will our teams travel to the tops of the Himalayas as they search for the exclusive Yeti? Will they dive to the bottom of the ocean to search for the lost city of Atlantis? Or will they travel through space and time as they explore distant planets and discover new forms of life? Which team will be your favorite? Will they enter the glorious hallways of the Adventurers Hall of Fame by winning the season championship? 
Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit laspodcastnetwork.com. New episodes release every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts, and many other exclusive benefits, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and to get started, visit laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. So come and join us for an adventure. And always remember, the choice is yours. L-A-S Hi! Greetings. Hello. Uh Hello there. I'm Alan Way, and I'm your dungeon master for this new live play Dungeons and Dragons podcast, Myths of Myria. This podcast is for those looking to rediscover the joy of adventure, and helping me on this journey is my lovable nerdy cast. I'm Josh Wagner, and I'll be playing Shadow. I'm Jackson Parker, and I will be playing Valros Visago. I'm Morgan Willis, and I'll be playing. If you like fantastical and otherworldly character-driven stories, political and military intrigue, snide gamblers, or discovering what's on the other side of the looking glass, then you are going to love our brand new podcast as a part of the LAS Podcast Network. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. To support our show and other local creators like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, you can go to LASpodcastnetwork.com. And just remember, you don't have to know anything about Dungeons & Dragons to fall in love with this podcast. And little did you know that this entire trailer was the verbal components to a spell. And now you're enchanted to listen every Monday to Myths of Myria. So, welcome. 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 To Myria. L-A-S. Welcome on back, you dungeon master, you. Are you talking to me? Uh, Yeah. Cool. This time, yes. Sweet. You're my dungeon master, Noodles. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm going to tell you a story about a dragon that's in the dungeon. What's the dragon's name? That wasn't very sexy. Uh, Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love this show. Welcome on back to From One Dad. Alex is here too. Yep. Uh, welcome on back to From One Dad to Another. Um, we are talking about extracurricular activities. Yeah. And we were just talking over the break about um, our Dungeons and Dragons podcast, mm-hmm. which is coming out um, yes. next week. Yeah. Uh, and my youngest has has already previewed it, and uh, and they are 16 years old and an avid D and er yeah, um, and has really enjoyed uh, listening to uh, listening to the show, kind of getting that preview. So, pretty excited about that coming out. So, first off, um, quick shout out to Myths of Myria. Go and check that out. Uh, LASpodcastnetwork.com slash Myths of Myria. That is our live play D and D podcast. Comes out next week. Uh, new episodes every single week, and you can get all of the episodes in a specific um, series. All three episodes. At launch, if you subscribe to LAS Plus for just $10. So consider Sweet. checking that That's out. It's a great deal. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. also add free episodes of this show if you like this show. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. 
Edgar. The, Edgar, the dragon. Edgar the dragon lives in the dungeon. That's our new mascot. <laughs> Edgar the the like the depressed dragon. The depressed. It's because he's in a dungeon. <laughs> Get out like, of that dungeon. We should, we should give him some fresh air. Get some sunlight. Come on, Edgar. Come on up. <laughs> fly, Edgar. Fly. Um, but also talking about extracurricular activities. Yeah. That is something that um, your youngest has really grabbed onto. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. is fantastic. And but, has been doing that uh, for a couple of years with friends and over the internet um which is also really cool thinking about the modern ways that people connect with each other yeah which and it feels weird to me like i I, again i'm because i'm older and sort of old school there's this feeling like well you got to get outside and get fresh air and go ride your bike and play with your friends and all of that and right um like i've never told my kids necessarily that or maybe i don't know maybe i have and i'm blocking it from my memory but um but that is uh you know there's a whole online um social network um i'm not talking about facebook i'm talking about you know like will spends a lot of time talking to friends around the country and probably around the world and doing playing games and discussing books and uh music and all of this stuff and um and it's like legitimate friendships like Stuff will show up at our house that a friend who lives in another city, what? like, yeah, like, um, there was one day somebody delivered cheesecake to to Will at the house, and I think I don't, this person doesn't live here in Iowa. I don't know where they live, but it was just one of those kind of random things where they like buy one another gifts, like, and have them sent to their house. I mean, it's just really, really strange, but very legitimate. Uh, the internet is wonderful. That's amazing. Tim, you're out. I need some online cheesecake <laughs> friends. All right. I need some cheesecake at my house right now. But yeah, so that, I mean, extracurricular activities, you know, like you're talking about gaming or D&D or something like that. You know, not everybody is is going out and playing football or doing other kind of sports or doing tongue sudo or any of that stuff. I mean, sure. Uh, there are a lot of, you know, really, you know, great, I think, um, uh, really interesting activities and you know interests that uh, that people can explore that don't necessarily kind of fall, fit into that you know Ronald Reagan mold. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, that's so true, though. Yeah, honestly. Um, okay, and and what we teased in the first half of the episode um, as we went into our mid roll break was uh, talking about sticking with things. Yeah. So I wanted to dive into that a little bit because I think it's interesting. Um, Liam is at a place in his life right now where he's trying a lot of different things. Yeah. And often things that his father recommends or, mm-hmm. or maybe that we recommend. Um, just find out what interests him and what mm-hmm. he likes. But he's reaching an age now where commitment to something matters a little bit more. Well, and those things often require a lot of work and money. Like in order to try out a sport, you know, you're looking at equipment, you're looking at uh, a commitment to being at a practice at a particular place at a particular time, which means that they're sacrificed for those around you. Right. And I mean, you do kind of, you know, how do you have those conversations, you know, say, hey, I want you to be able to explore and do the things that you're interested in. But if you're going to do this you're asking other people to help you do this and they are making a commitment to you. Yeah. So, you know, you have to make decisions as a parent. What, what parameters am I setting? Sure. Um, and so what, and what conversations have you had with Liam on that? That's interesting. Uh, 
and and maybe this ties into a bit of a conversation that I think we'll have in the future about um, mixed families, shared households, mm-hmm. split households, maybe or yeah. um, and something like that because Liam um, has two households yeah. that he moves between, and a lot of the extracurricular activities stumbled my way through that extracurricular, extracurricular. activities. That's not an easy word. It's not the hardest There's word though. There's way too many letters in it. Extra curricular. Yeah. Even activities. curricular by itself is kind of a kind sure. of a hard one. Um a lot of those are especially sports things are things that his father recommends. Sure. And so we kind of just have to go along with that to support it. Yeah. Right? Um and to kind of keep things moving and keep things functional. Not to say that we wouldn't want Liam to do those things. Yeah. Um, but just that that's kind of how they often start. Yep. Right. Um, so Liam does football. Mm-hmm. That primarily is something that begins over at his father's house. Sure. And then, like I said, he gets three weeks into it and says, you know, he's been enjoying it the last couple of weeks, but mm-hmm. it's work. Yeah. Right. And now he doesn't know if he wants to do it. He doesn't, he doesn't know if he'll do it again. You know? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And I think what's tough is if you enjoy something like football, it often gets better the farther into it you get, right? There's more reward yeah. when yeah. you're farther into it. There's more opportunity when you're farther into well, it. Well, and there are, you know, at this point, you know, it's all practice, right? right? So right. everything is theoretical. The only experience you have with it is going to practice and, you know, exercising, doing drills, maybe running, um, Hanging out with your friends, all that's fine, but you can do that somewhere else. Right. He hasn't experienced a game yet. He yep. doesn't know what it's like to win or lose a game, to go through that, to to be at a, you know, where there are stakes yeah. and all of that. And, and those experiences, you know, might make him love it or hate it. You know, you never, you never really know, but until you experience it, it's, it's still kind of an unknown. Right. And it's really easy, I think, to give up on those things prior to experiencing kind of the full spectrum. And on the flip side of that, it's also, I think, really challenging to want your child to commit to something Mm -hmm. to make sure that they have a full enough experience to know whether it's a thing for them or not. Yeah. But also not wanting them to do something they don't want to do and not wanting them to waste their time doing something that isn't right for them. Well, and, you know, you can't... you. You can't sort of tap dance around the idea. You don't want to waste your time either yeah. as, a, as a parent. Yeah, true. Um, I think back to when the girls were young. So Autumn, she played soccer, and I think she played soccer for like nine years. Oh, wow. And um, she um, she took it seriously. Um, she was pretty competitive, which probably isn't surprising um, to anyone who knows her. But she, she took it really seriously. And eventually she just didn't want to do it anymore. She was, she was done with it, but she had, she had given a lot to it. Um, and then, and Michaela, she played soccer and she spent all of her time like picking flowers and, you know, like, you know, fixing her uniform and all that. We figured out very quickly that that was not, uh, that was not the thing for her. Right. Um, but she found swimming. Um, that was something she did and she was a competitive swimmer for, uh, several years. Um, and so sometimes it just takes a little bit of, of, of trying things out. And, you know, as, as parents, we want to support that, but, you know, outside of laughing at her adorably, you know, picking flowers on the soccer field, 
um, you know, at some point it was like, okay, this is a waste of my time too. Yeah. She's not really doing this and interested in, so we're not going to do this anymore. Um, but yeah. And she wasn't really interested in it. She, right. I mean, she liked having a cute uniform, but well, who doesn't it. come that on. That was about it. So, <laughs> um, but I'm still going through that, you know, with my, with my youngest, Will is, um, not, not interested in sports. Um, tried bait or t-ball and baseball, uh, when they were younger, um, and I think enjoyed baseball, didn't enjoy playing it, like, but like enjoyed watching it um, and enjoyed watching the sport. And I, I think that's less of an interest now. Um, but of all three of the kids, Will is probably the one who has been least interested in getting out and doing like organized sports or activities, but yeah. they love theater. Um, the girls did too, but like, you know, Will just auditioned for a show at the high school today, this af- this afternoon. So oh. there's, you know, the, it doesn't have to be sports. It can be a myriad of, of different types of activities. But I think the, the social aspect, whether it's in person or online or what have you, um, I think that is important. And that idea of learning how to commit to things is very, very important. And we have that role as parents to support that and encourage that. And sometimes, you know, shift directions. I think. Sure. Yeah, I do wonder, um, and a lot of our conversations go back to, I think, a very modern problem, problem or not, of electronics and yeah. um, an engagement with those things and time spent with those things and yeah. what's the right balance there. Liam is somebody who, especially right now in his life, wants to spend all of his time in his room, wants yeah. to spend all of his time on technology, being... Uh, engaged with things, playing games. Um, you know, that's that's a thing that we have to navigate in our house. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm somebody who grew up playing a lot of video games yeah, and grew up being heavily engaged with technology. I don't necessarily see a lot of problems with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm also somebody who turned that into a career. Yeah. I, I professionally hosted podcasts for the video game industry and interviewed um, video game developers right. and reviewed video games for a while. And that was something I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And actually, frankly, it led to this whole podcast network. Right. right. Um, how do you navigate that sort of thing? A thing that is not necessarily an organized extracurricular activity. Yeah. Extracurricular you did activity. It. You did it. I'm so proud of you. <sighs> but... Um, is something that has value to a certain extent, could have value. How do you translate that into something that um, has uh, benefit to a full life? I don't know. I don't even know what question I'm really asking, but this is a thought that I'm trying to wrap my head around. You know, football was a big thing for me um, when I was um, uh, when I was young or when I was a teenager, and I really, really enjoyed it. And I think there was a part of me that thought when I had a son – and I don't, I don't buy into the whole gender role thing. It's not important to me. Sure. But I think there was a part of me that was just like, oh, I wonder, I wonder if my my son's going to want to play football, um, because that would have been very interesting to me. And um, as I got older, and Will never expressed any kind of interest in that, and I never, I never pushed it. Right. Um, but you know, that was a thing that uh, at some point I was just like, all right, you know what is my responsibility to not push things or to not suggest things that would be interesting to me 
and try and instead listen to what are they interested in. You know, I could have gone and been like, yeah, you know, you, do you want to play football? You know, that, that, might, that might be fun. Well, even the, the, the kind of the power of suggestion, you know, you run the risk of, of encouraging a, a kid to do something that they have no interest in just to make you happy. And so I right. had to, I, I kind of had to like make sure that I was, uh, that I never did that. Um, and I, and I'm sure at some point I, you know, I made, made comments about, do you want to go to a football game or something like that? Um, and I think Will was particularly sensitive to that also because Will had zero interest in, in football. And I think was maybe even some somewhat concerned that I was going to, you know, sort of force them to, uh, to try sports or something like that or try, try football. But, you know, I, I think as a parent, we it's easy for us to sort of project the things that we wish we had done or the things that we were interested in on our, on our kids. And we have to actively, I think, push back against that. And I always tried uh, to do that because uh, football was something that I really enjoyed um, and would have enjoyed, I think, at being a football dad, you know, probably. Um, but at the same time, I'm glad I didn't become that football dad who's you know reminiscing about the old days and you know trying to make force my son to do something that they had zero interest in because right. that's a that's a recipe i think for disaster so so we're at the end of our episode and one thing that you and i have talked about doing on this show is challenging ourselves to seek out some opportunity for personal growth yeah right especially as parents yep and i i think for me I think this conversation has been great and I, I want to really thank you for um, bringing this topic to the table and opening up a bit about this because I've been very interested in in watching how Liam engages with football mm-hmm. and how I engage with Liam engaging with football. Sure. Um, I'm excited to go to his first game yeah. on Thursday. It is exciting. I It should be exciting for you and it should be exciting for him if he, if he's if he's feeling it and that's what it is is you know football is not in my background i'm a huge fantasy football guy you are (laughs) but that's that's frankly goes more back to the dna of games sure than it does to football um i enjoy football but but not something i ever played not something that really is a huge part of my life right Mm -hmm. um so that's not necessarily why i'm i'm so interested in it i'm interested in it because i really love liam and I really want to help him find his thing, the thing that really makes him light up and thrive. And I know that we found a couple of those things. Mm-hmm. I know that video games are one of them. He lights up when he is able to uh, succeed at video games, when he's able to use it as a tool to connect with his friends and other people. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see him fully engage with a different type of activity. And yeah. I, I get to see that for the first time on Thursday. And so I really want to go in with an open mind, um, listening to his experience in, mm-hmm. in, in that and how I can help him grow in one direction or the other uh, from this football experience, whether yeah. it's further down the football path or maybe into something else. And letting him lead you through the, the experience. Because right. it's, it, it's, you know, it's his experience. And right. you're along for the ride and you're there to support and do all that, but I think that's a wonderful way to look at it. That um, to be there to support, to um, 
to encourage and, you know, uh, kind of cheer him on, but let it be his, his thing, yeah. you know, and, and the way in which he experiences it and then chooses to share that with you, I think is a, I think is a great way uh, to do that. And I think it's something that we as parents should always sort of aspire to try and do is let our kids lead us through their experiences. Yeah. So I love that. Anything else we need to hit on, Tim? Mm, probably. Noodles? <laughs> yeah, Tim, no. Tim I, I Noodles think the Dragon? Uh, Noodles Jefferson. Oh. Yeah, so that's weird. I know it sounds like a pimp name, um, but it's actually the name of a of a pasta dish that was served in the chow hall when I was in, like, basic training or something. Really? Yeah, and, and it was like, I think it was like stroganoff or something. Um, but I always just thought it was really funny. I was like, Noodles Jefferson. It sounds like a name. Like, it's my alter, it's my other alter ego. It's not Tim Riven. <laughs> it's, it's Noodles Jefferson. It's a lot more fantastical. All right. So Tim Riven, Tim Arnold, and Noodles Jefferson. Noodles Jefferson, yeah. Awesome. We've got it locked down now. Thank you so much for listening yeah. to From One Dad to Another. This has been a great episode. I loved it. I really loved it as well, and I hope I look you loved forward, it. I look forward to hearing about the results of the game. I'll share them next week. Excellent. When this episode comes out, which is every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Um, if you like this show, you want to learn more about this independent podcast network, uh, check out laspodcastnetwork.com for more information. And if you'd like to support us, uh, help us do this thing that we're doing go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus where you can subscribe to las plus our premium subscription service and get this show ad free get uh access to live events other ways to connect with us and other fans um, bonus episodes we've got some fun things in the works that may show up on las plus so um, please consider subscribing there and help us keep this train rolling <laughs> I muted him because he was coughing. <laughs> I mean, I, it's fine. I had to mute him. There's been a lot going on. Um, gosh, I love this show. I love all of you. I think I inhaled a bug. Is that what it is? I don't know. All right. Um, without further ado, this is the end of the episode. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right. We'll see you next time.